Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your girl, DJ Dangerous, And it's your boy, DJ Big Bopper. And we are back with another episode of Wave of the Planet. Planet. How, uh, let's start off with how's your week, Bob? How's your week been? Dude, honestly, I'm exhausted. I thought I'd be a little bit better. You know, I had an extra uh, day of sleep last week, you know. Monday's my busiest day, so I was like, eh, I want to have that. But now, I, three weeks in, and I'm already over it. I thought I was so excited for school, and I'm just like... Man, is it summer yet? Or is it spring break? Can I get the midterms, LJT time? Or what's going on? <laughs> Honestly, I feel you. I am, um, I'm like, like, I'm I'm settling in now. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a job on the weekends. And so I work on the weekends from midnight or noon to midnight on Saturdays and Sundays. Mm-hmm. Um, and last weekend was my first weekend to do it. So it wasn't bad. Plus, I like didn't have, um, I didn't have to worry about coming to you know work on monday yeah so in class on monday so that was fine but now i do and so i'm kind of like oh i uh actually gotta go to sleep at night i didn't go to bed till like two o'clock this morning i had to get up at 6 30 see yeah we were talking we're about off. that i didn't like i did the same thing 11 o'clock turn around i was like all right i'm time to go to bed i'm old let's go to bed because uh today's or, or Mondays are like my busiest days, and then Wednesdays are also kind of like yeah, meh. same. So I was like, I know I have to be up here at seven o'clock. So I was like, okay, you know, eleven, good. It gives me you know seven hours of sleep. Um, fast forward about three hours, I'm still on my phone. Uh, about two forty-five, three a.m. I'm able to finally go to sleep. So I am, t- I'm just tired. I just need my body to figure out, you know, um, we're in a new schedule now and we can't, yeah. it's no longer um, Christmas break. I can't just lounge around and do nothing. So <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. It's getting back into that like, oh, it's time to be a person who contributes to society. I have to go to class now. I can't just lay around for the next five weeks, but, uh, you know. Wake up. Just be like, <sighs> <laughs> yeah, wake up and like lay in bed. Code purple, like, please. <laughs> Honestly, it's 40 degrees outside today, but code purple, come through. Here's a chance. <laughs> Honestly. Um, song of the week. You got one? I actually do. And it's uh, it's by, I wouldn't really, mm, they've been around since like the 90s, but I wouldn't call them like a well-known man. They're kind of underground, I guess. I don't know. But it's going to be a tool. And if you haven't heard of tool, uh, they're phenomenal phenomenal band like i said they've been around since the 90s and uh, my particular song is going to be sober and um i just really like the industrial melodic sound that tool has and they have like this they have this more like kind of a grungy feel kind of like because they came around kind of like when nirvana era kind of that kind of style of music Mm -hmm. but they're i would say they're more industrial in it okay and um they have they, I think they have five title, or five studio albums right now. They're about to come out with a new one. And let me tell you what, man, every single album they've had have all had bangers. And it's very enjoyable to me. So let's go ahead and uh, take a listen to that, okay? All right, let's listen to Sober by Tool. Cause the sun is gone. 
All right. So it's about alcohol. Well, it's a. It's kind of about <laughs> restarting their lives. You know, if they could redo it all again and uh, not be doing all the drugs that they did, alcohol, and just kind of be sober. You know, try to be a better person. So I got gotcha. you. Okay, that makes sense. I get that. What about you? What's going to be your song of the week? So um, I recently. Oh, it was so hard to choose. I had like three of them like to choose between. Um, but I ended, and two of them were by the same person. I'm going to mention those other two. Um, one of them was Undrunk by Fletcher. Such a good song. It just came out, I think, uh, Friday of last week. Mm-hmm. So, um, but it's so good. It's really one of my favorites right now. I listen to that every time I get into the car. I listen to a song called Anxiety by Julia Michaels and Selena Gomez. Honestly, it's probably going to be my song of the week next week. It's really good. It's, um, if you've got anxiety, listen to it. <laughs> Um, but also it's just really uh, good and kind of clear and concise. But the one that I chose is called Happy by Julia Michaels uh, off the same EP. Her EP came out, uh, I want to say this weekend uh, or last week, not too long ago, but here's Happy. That's a it's a new jam of mine because like the general premise is like kind of her just like discovering herself and just like she literally says being happy. Sometimes I think I uh, like get in relationships because of art. She like builds them up and then watches them fall apart and then uses that to like pay her bills. What she's saying so like right she uses her past relation her relationship experiences to make music and things like that. But like that's the only reason like. So, I don't know. She's like, it's about trying to like get a, to that happy place in okay, yourself yeah. and in your life. A little so. bit younger Taylor Swift kind of deal going on. <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. I, kind of, I guess. But uh, she's got some really good stuff. Um, she did a, a, you know the song Hurt Somebody? That It was a song that went out, uh, came out about a year ago. She had a uh, duet. Hold me close and yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. I was like, I, I think that's the song I'm thinking of. I just yeah. don't want to sing it and be She had a duet uh, with that one. This she's Anxieties with Selena Gomez. Mm-hmm. So she's starting to get some uh, good features. Awesome. Um, but yeah, uh, she's starting to rise up in the game. Her new EP uh, came out. Uh, it's called, or her album is called Inner Monologue. Uh, so go check that out. Uh, we were talking, I, I kind of like, I like how the um, the electronic kind of ambience in it that kind of gives it that little bit of extra character i kind of enjoy that quite a bit so yeah exactly definitely have to check that out all right so <clears throat> what we got in music news today we got a little bit on weezer the backstreet boys lil wayne the who uh rihanna tool miley cyrus um 
Triple X and Ozzy Osbourne. So, um, oh, I do have a little bit of music stuff, just a, a couple little highlights from Rent. <laughs> I asked Bop, I said, Hey, did you watch Rent last night? And he goes, What are you talking <laughs> about? I <laughs> think he wanted to look at me and be like, Rent's not due until like Thursday. I'm like, I'm like, Yo, dude, like, what do you mean? It's not the beginning of the month. Who pays? <laughs> if you don't know who what Rent is, Rent is a very famous Broadway show, musical, movie. Uh, that came out in like 1996, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, Adina Menzel is in it. Uh, I can't remember uh, who Ty Diggs is in it. It's uh, it's really famous and really popular, but it's kind of like like it came out a year before I was born. Mm-hmm. So I get why I guess you wouldn't have seen it, even though you are older than me and like to mention it all the time. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, it's it's a really good musical. Uh, it's uh, it takes place in the West Village, and it's kind of just about like the fight of, against AIDS. Okay, uh, it was really what it was about for the most part. Um, but yeah, I'll talk about that a little bit later. All right. Well, then I'm gonna go ahead and go in with our number one music news, just to uh, make one of our coworkers, Emily Miller, mad because I know <laughs> <laughs> I know how much she loves um, Africa. So we're gonna go ahead and go into Weezer, and we got. Weezer's surprise new uh, cover cover album, and uh, if you didn't know, that had dropped out last week, and that came out, I believe, Thursday or Wednesday. Yeah, sometime around there. And uh, it came just kind of completely by surprise. They had uh, been talking about coming out with a new album. This wasn't the one they were talking about, but they did end up dropping this, and yeah. So me and Bob listened to it earlier. I think it's awesome. Yeah, I like it. (laughs) I really like... Okay, here's the thing about Weezer. I like Weezer, and like I like some of their old stuff, like Beverly Hills, Pork and Beans, like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, that's classic Weezer. But this, this was really good. It is a cover album. Yeah, and they uh, titled this one. This is their teal album. If you know, they do a lot of their uh, albums are based on colors. So I would get this on vinyl. Do you I'd think hope it, it would be teal. Uh, I have zero doubts in my mind that it would be. It would have to be. Yeah, it sounds like something. I, I, I was talking to um, Lance that uh, about the uh, six nine records he has. I was like, that'd be kind of cool if they, uh, you know, made them like rainbow. And he's like, oh yeah, yeah. they did. I was like, oh, huh. okay, okay, well, good. So <laughs> based on that, just the fact that they can do that, I have no doubt in my mind it's going to be a teal well record. remember i told you a couple uh weeks ago i ordered my vinyls and mm. i got some of my favorite bands and i named them in my like uh artist of the year last year um but it was really like i was really surprised because like i got my 1975 vinyl and that one i think that one was just black um mm-hmm. but the aces like of course most of them come with two and then their side a and b and then c and d and one of them is like a really really pretty like pale pink okay and then one of the other ones is like a, um, it's not white. It's like a off-white, almost light. Eggshell? Tan. No, it's almost like a bone. Okay. And it's so pretty. So I think that um, the design of a vinyl also has a lot to do with like the aesthetic. The, aste- the, the aesthetic? aesthetic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The aestheticness. I, I definitely agree. Like, like I said, when we were talking about um, when... Uh, UNICEF had their blue records. Yeah. Uh, that deal came out. I, I looked back. My parents, they have a bunch of different records. Like, some of my favorite, they have two gold-plated ones, which obviously those look prettiest. <laughs> yeah. Um, they have a couple clear ones that are pretty cool. Really? Um, 
They have a bunch of different colored ones, and I, I think it's I think it's cool. I, I see yeah. why not. I mean, it's not that. I can't imagine it would be that more expensive to do. And like, why not? It gives that little bit extra, you know. I looked um, when I was looking at the 1975, mm-hmm. or uh, yeah, and they have some, um, and I think it was like. 67 bucks okay. instead of 34 so it was like double the price but oh. i mean if that's like if you're not a broke college kid and that's what you're going for like honestly it's like a good collector's item see so. how i see just how i see it is like you know unlike cds like cds i don't really care what looks like on the cd because yeah, it's put in you're, you're never gonna, gonna, you're gonna see, see it, it. Yeah. yeah but on a record player you know that's kind of like that's kind of like the Focal point of it, yeah. Is there's the record on the turntable, you know. Exactly. So why not, you know, make it make it look a little bit more presentable, you know what I mean? I really want a clear record, and then like a oh one of my one of uh I think I talked about her Haley Kiyoko her um her expectations album when it came out it was like it was like this jade green <laughs> but um like transparent yeah so pretty I haven't be, gotten it I want to though be that back in like I think early two thousands they had that um little pink with sparkly see-through plastic shoes and stuff you imagine yeah, like <laughs> like jellies that's what they were oh jellies, jellies. Yeah, yeah just have have like you know vinyls but jellies like that'd be kind of cool They'll, i would i was gonna say wear them i wouldn't wear the vinyls i used to wear jellies so i have a really cute picture of me on my third birthday <laughs> in some jellies and i got in a winnie the pooh bike <laughs> anyways <laughs> <laughs> I digress. We're going to go back. We got Weezer surprised its fans um, after dropping a collection of cover songs overnight. The self-titled Teal album re- features the bands uh, dressed like the cast of Miami Vice around 1985, and much of the collection plays like an ode to the 80s quiche, including Weezer's cult favorite and a cutter- cover of Toto's unstoppable hit, my personal favorite, Africa. Okay. Uh, The album also includes some surprising covers, including a version of Black Sabbath's Paranoid, and also includes some um, others by like TLC's No Scrubs, uh, Benny King's Stand By Me, and um, we had a. Do we have actually the track list right now? Yes, I do. I I looked it up. Um, So, okay. Everybody Wants to Rule the World. That's the one that we just fell in love with. Yeah, that's the one we started on. (laughs) It's so super smooth, guys. Just like, just hearing, just hearing them do that song. Their Mr. Blue Sky is really good as well. Like. It's definitely a nice um, twist. Yeah. I like a revamped version. Like, it brings it to a little bit to times. It's a little bit heavier, but I appreciate it so much. Well, you got to think, I mean, it's kind of like how I feel is like, you know, that song came out, what, 20, 30 years ago, you know, so it's kind of making it more for the masses now. Like it's more modernized. It sounds a lot more modern, you know? Yeah. So I, I enjoy it. Honestly, I think there's like maybe one or two songs that aren't great but they're all good so it's definitely this is their stand by me okay and it's just a little like more like heavier rock yeah but it's not bad it's just different but me like me personally when i think of stand by me i think of a quinceanera so i don't see it like as a rock song yeah i see that 
That's for you. That's for you. Well, <laughs> well, much like uh, their by the book recreation of Africa, the songs on the Teal album are nearly identical versions of the originals. Uh, Rivers Kumilo's voice is about the only indication that you're not listening to the actual bands, but they first pin these tracks. But the guitarist Brian Bell takes lead vocals on Paranoid and does his best Ozzy Osbourne impression. So that one, I mean, Ozzy. Ozzy is insane to me because I cannot understand the word he says when he talks, but as soon as he sings, man, you can, like, I don't understand what goes on there. So that's the only one on that list that I was kind of like. It's. It's like not as hard. It's, it's funny because this album, like, takes, like, some of the like softer stuff and hardens it up to more rock a little bit and some of this like hard classic rock it softens it up a little bit well i just think it's it's just so hard to recreate just ozzy in general oh so, absolutely. i mean i think he does a he does a really good job it's just, he like does it it's a different take yeah exactly so but i liked it so this came out on surprise because this was we were waiting for their upcoming black album and that was due in March first. So it's kind of it was it's it's a pleasant surprise. I mean I'm not gonna I'm not gonna complain about it. So no, yeah, me definitely. Neither. I mean it's good music. So it's good music and it's something that you're gonna be listening to until the end of time. So pretty much. <laughs> Continuing on our new music, we got Backstreet Boys and they're back again. So we got the Backstreet Boys on one of the top selling boy bands of the nineteen nineties, has something in store for fans missing its unconditional ballads, larger than life choreography breakdowns, and a starky coordinated airport attire. Twenty five years after the group's debut, the group is holding strong with its original lineup and it released its ninth studio album. DNA on January 25th so uh, I believe that's last Wednesday it came out. Yeah I have that on here too um, oh I look on NPR a lot and so yeah the, one of their like noticeable albums is back or notable releases was Backstreet Boys DNA so I mean I have I have yet to listen to this me album. neither I, I've seen them um, I think I saw them perform live I want to say last year, and it's just, it's very interesting to see all these, they're like, what, 40-year-old, 30, 40s now? No, they've, at least 40. They've got to be almost 50 at this point. Gosh, and it's just kind of interesting to see them all jumping around and singing and whatnot. Well, here's the thing. We knew that they were going to come back. Oh, yeah. I'm glad that they grew up a little bit, and I, like, don't mean (sighs) that to sound like in a B-wordy way. I mean, like, I'm glad that, like... They're doing it in a way to where their music is growing up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And not like they're still singing the same kid stuff. Exactly. Because, I mean, we love our Backstreet Boys, but. I I don't want to see them, like, trying to perform like they're teenagers kind of deal. Yeah. Like young Also, (laughs) later on, I want to rant about the new Kim Possible, but. Oh, the live action? (laughs) Yeah. Well. Uh, we'll uh, listen to Backstreet Boys. Maybe we'll listen to yeah, it tomorrow. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely it get it back to y'all on my, or at least my our, take our on that. It, yeah. uh, I have high hopes because I'd like to see them. High hopes? Well. Was that a pun? Panic at the disco? Panic <laughs> at the disco. So, <laughs> we'll see. Like like I said, I, I hope that they sound good. I want them to sound good. So, yeah. we'll definitely take a look at that. When Don't Go Breaking My Heart came out, I like... Really thought it was the new 1975 song, and I was like, okay, 
it's a different, different kind of a different sound yeah, for well, them, but. All right. Yeah, now that you say it, 1975 kind of does sound like a boy band with just a little bit of rock, huh? They are a boy band. It's just not like a boy band. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> move on. We got uh, Lil Wayne. He said, Don't Cry video. It features Camels, Thrones, and, of course, Triple X tribute. So this was um, last Wednesday. We would have been... Triple X's 21st birthday, and had he not been fatally shot last summer, the controversial rapper left some unreleased music behind, including the Lil Wayne collaboration Don't Cry from September's long-awaited The Carter Five. Now Wayne has given some solemn track a post-apocalyptic video featuring a spiky throne, a camel, and lots of sage. The video was directed by Jay and Giorgio Rodriguez, and it opens on Wayne in a snowy desert rocking Louis Vuitton, Pajamas, chilling beside, <laughs> chilling beside a camel and a couple of belly dancers. The scene then moves on to a dark castle that looks straight out of Game of Thrones and where Wheezy is peacefully sits atop his throne. Fittingly, the video also incorporates raw footage of X's performances on stage and comes to an eerie end when the crowd breaks into chants of Long Live X. So a little bit more of his posthumous. I, like I said, we, his birthday was just uh, last week. But not only that, but Triple X's son, um, Gekume, or Gekume, is born seven months after the rapper's death. So that finally, he was finally born. And the girlfriend of the late rapper X, XX Temptation has given birth to a baby boy, um, Genesis Sanchez. And Triple X both had a, their kid. They had decided before he had died, he had decided that he wanted to name his uh, kid Gekuman or Gekume. G- is that? Is is that that really sounds like a name from anime? Yeah, I that's why I'm <laughs> I really think that it is. I think it is too. That's why I'm but I'm Let me see. It's G E K Y U M A. Yeah, Gekume. Or Gekume. But yeah, yeah. See, yeah, see, it's, I don't I don't know how to one hundred percent looks like it's from anime. So but um yeah, he was uh sorry. So they agreed to call him that before he was murdered, and then specifically chose the name for his firstborn son, and his, honor, his family is honored to f- fulfill his wish and shower the baby with love. A joint statement from by Sanchez and the rapper's mother, Cleopatra Bernard, read, We're happy to confirm that baby and mother are healthy. Well, that's good. So, I mean, there's at least some good news on the end of that. So, I mean, only thing you can do is uh, wish them well. Hope they stay healthy, stay safe. Um <laughs> Man, that is such an odd name. I'm still trying to think I of really, how to pronounce it. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I looked up. I looked up how to pronounce it, and they, everybody gave me different ways to pronounce it. So it's, <laughs> it's one of those names. Um, have you ever heard of the Who? Y- the Who? Exactly. Wait, the the Who? <laughs> the Who are you? <laughs> Snoop Dogg. Who? <laughs> well, the Who announced massive Wembley Stadium show with some. Special supporting acts. Oh, yeah? The Who have announced details of a huge show at London's Wembley Stadium with support from Kaiser Chiefs and Pearl Jam's frontman Eddie Vedder. Okay. The rock legends has shared a cryptic video on Twitter over the weekend with Baba O'Reilly playing in the background as snippets of their legendary career roll out. They then share another clip with an outside shot of Wembley Stadium. And in the video, a line from My Generation flashes up on a venue banner screen and the Who's iconic target bullseyes are displayed on either side. Now that the band have confirmed it, they will be playing at the iconic venue on Saturday, July 6th with special guests Eddie Vedder and Kaiser Chiefs. So, 
That's pretty cool. I know uh, the Who are UK band, so I highly doubt they're going to be coming to uh, you know America. But I, I, I in my head, the Who is like as big. I mean, I guess they're not, but in my head, they're like almost as big as the Beatles. Like, I and I mean, it's a different time, but you know what I mean. Like, I would think that they would have a lot of fans in America. I like the Who. Oh yeah, no, there's a lot of fans. It's they were part of the uh the British invasion. Yeah. So they were part of the uh, the several different um uh, British uh mm-hmm. artists that came through and I, I enjoy their music quite a bit. So yeah. that's why I'm kinda like I'm kinda bummed that you know it's yeah. not in Might America. I just have but... to mess around and uh take a little little trip overseas real quick. Well not okay, so in other news on our what we got going in the UK. We got um, Ozzy Osbourne, and he postponed his UK tour dates due to some illnesses. So Ozzy Osbourne has postponed dates on an upcoming UK tour due to illness, and the heavy metal star was due to kick off the UK and Ireland leg of his No More Tours 2 run in Dublin on Wednesday, January 30th, but has had to push it back um, to the start of the tour to be after contracting the flu. The Uh tour will now begin in Glasgow on February 7th, and then the affected shows in Dublin, Nottingham, and Manchester and Newcastle will be rescheduled with details of the new dates to be announced. Judas Priest, who are also there supporting Osborne on the tour, confirmed the news on their Facebook page, saying, It is with great regret that we have to announce that the first four UK shows on the Osborne Ozzy Osborne Judas Priest tour have been postponed due to Ozzy having a very bad case of the flu. Therefore, Dublin, Nottingham, Manchester, and Newcastle will be rescheduled at a later date. Details to follow once finalized. We are very sorry that this has happened and a disappointment so many fans. And we wish Ozzy uh, well and look forward to the Glasgow show, Birmingham, London, and all of them together. And reschedule the ones in the future. The No More Tours 2 UK tour will now visit uh, Glasgow in February 7th of 2019. Birmingham, February 9th of 2019, and London in February 11th in 2019. So, man, that kind of that sucks. I know we had, we were just kind of talking about how Ozzy can kind of flip that switch. I, he always sounds like he's kind of sick yeah. when he's just talking. He's like, <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know what he's saying. I don't want to make an age like reference or anything, but like I think it's like best that they are like taking care of it right oh, yeah. now. Because like, I'm not going to call him old because he's not old, but like... You know, getting I mean, up there in age. 70. Yeah, I mean, like, he's old, but, like, I'm not going to say that. But, like, getting up there in age, you start to, like, like, one sickness can 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 be very detrimental. Oh, yeah. So I'm, I'm glad that he's, like, taking that time off. Plus, you know, touring isn't easy on your body either. So trying to go and do all that, stay up super late, seeing all the time, trying to Absolutely. deal with that exhaustion. Definitely would not help with no, that case. So not yeah, at all. very good to be staying safe on that and keep him off to make sure he'd be all good. So. I wish him a good recovery and uh, can't wait for him to make that leg of the tour. Man, we have so much new music coming out. Yeah, like, we do. It just seems like they just keep coming and they just keep coming and they just keep coming, coming and they don't <laughs> stop and they just don't stop and they just don't stop. That's why it was so hard to choose my song of the week because I was like, man, I had a lot of good music for me come out on Friday. Well, we have Rihanna, a new little bit of ruse on Rihanna is that she is super close to finishing her latest record. Look here, <laughs> finally, dude! It's been I it's been three years now. But here's the thing, though: 
she's still making money. Oh, she's yeah. still making so much money. Fenty is making so much money. She could put music on the back burner indefinitely and oh. be fine. Uh, plus, I mean, once they get that much money, you can kind of just relax and invest it and be oh, smart yeah. about it anyway. She, or, you know, just take baths and champagne because you can afford it. Oh, yeah. The um, champagne that was more expensive than all of my tuition. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. It was like $60,000 a bottle or something stupid. Mm, something I will never. No matter how rich I don't get in my lifetime, I'm never going to spend that much money on a bottle of anything. See, I can't not say that. So, Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, a new Rihanna album could be finally around the corner after a leading producer admitted that she's super close to finishing up her next record. The pop titan is yet to release anything to follow up the 2016's Ante, but the, dr- the Dream says that she's almost finished on her latest effort. So hopefully... Like, Ante was in 2016? Mm-hmm. That feels so long ago. That's what I'm saying. It feels like it's been so long since we... Like, I really thought it had been, like, a five-year hiatus. No. No, It's only been, like, two and a half, three. But it just feels like it's been so long. But I do feel like out of those... Like, out of the big names, I feel like she... I haven't heard music from her. She's... Like, we've had some from Beyonce. We've had some from Taylor Swift, Gaga. Ariana dropped two albums in six months. Yeah, like... Which is about to. Heck, we heard Eminem out of nowhere, you know? Yeah, wasn't expecting that, but we got it. So, you know, always looking forward to her. I know she's got a lot of, like, she does a lot of acting and whatnot, so, Mm. you know. Yeah, she's, like, doing very well. Oh, yeah, no, she's definitely, she's kind of like, um. Ocean's 8 was a fantastic movie. That was my favorite movie that came out last year. It was really good. I prefer the other oceans. Of course, but you're no offense, but like you're a dude, and I'm not saying that has anything to do with it. But like you watching those movies, like you're like okay, you see like Oceans Eight is a remake of those, or is like you're like like I never watched any of the Oceans Elevens. See, I so see then I watched Oceans a, Eight, and I was like, see, I, like I see it more as like a um, not not really a remake, but like a continuation because of the end. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to spoil anything, so I don't really get Spoiler. into it. But you know, she was also in uh, Battleship too. Yeah, so I don't, she's she's always in some like random sh- films. Like I think out of nowhere, I think she's like okay. You know, what? I've done music and like I like music, but I think she's gotten to the point where she's like, I'm gonna like explore other things that I like to do. Kind of like a uh, childish Gambino. So yeah, with his directing and acting, Atlanta's fantastic. So yeah. No. I'm glad that like she's got the space and time to do that though. Oh yeah, no, I'm just curious to see what she's going to come from that. And oh. I'm really, really looking forward to this album. So if she can, you know, release it soon, <laughs> yeah. that'd be awesome. <laughs> really looking forward to it, Rihanna. So if you could just, you know, release it, please. Thanks. And I had uh, mentioned this story a little bit during my um, song of the week, but the Tool drummer reveals that the release date of the band's long-awaited new album. So Tool's long-awaited new album is finally set for release this spring, and the band's drummer, Danny Carey, has confirmed that it will be coming out uh, mid-April. So we're going to be getting some new Tool. It's going to be coming out mid-April. And this was their follow-up to the 2006's 10,000 Days, was, and that was the final stage of that mixing. So wow. it's been 13 years since Tool. That's a long time. Well, the... Uh, Okay, so this is their fifth LP, and this was expected to arrive in 2017. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, two years later, finally going to get it. Hopefully, they got everything taken care of. It's going to be a quality album. I'm looking forward to it. I 
truly hope so. I enjoy Tool quite a bit, so we'll look at for- we'll look forward to it. So it said Carrie has been pressed for updates by a fan during an autograph signing in California this weekend and asked if there's any news on the record. And the musician replied, "Yeah, it's going to be out in mid-April. That's the plan anyway." So. So it's like he's being like attacked by all these fans, and he's like, you know what? It's coming out soon. Just leave me alone. Well, Mid-April. They had, they had said it was going to come out in 2017. So, I mean, gotcha. you know, you can't say, yeah, I'm doing this, and then... <laughs> and then not do it. A couple of years later, they'll be like, hey, man. So, we still doing this, or... So... Gotcha, gotcha. Finally, I mean, it's good to have some kind of word, so now we do know that we're getting yeah, some music. So. some type of uh, exp- expectation date, not an expiration date. Exactly. So. I'm gonna I'm gonna coin that term, <laughs> expectation date. Well, we got a little bit on Miley Cyrus. I know we talked about her a little bit last um, last show and the show before that. But a few years ago, Miley Cyrus earned her first Grammy nomination, a Best Pop Vocal Album nod for Bangers. Well, this year she's returning to the ceremony, but not as a nominee, but as a performer. And on Thursday, January 24th, the Recording Academy announced. Cyrus will take the stage at this year's ceremony on February 10th, along with R&B breakout star Her, American singer Brandi Carlile, and it's because the Grammys remember Red Hot Chili Peppers, who will join already announced performer Post Malone. So (laughs) let the mashups begin, baby. I'm just like thinking, my oh lord wasn't a bad reaction, I'm just like thinking, what could Post Malone perform at the Grammys? Like, because I know Miley Cyrus is either going to, she's going to do Nothing Breaks Like a Heart. That's her mm, new one out. Yeah. Um, Brandy Carlisle's got some good new stuff. I'm just like, what is Miley going to do? Like, or not Miley, what is Post Malone going to do? I, I think I'd like to hear, hear, hear him do Wow. I like that song a lot. Um, well, yeah, that was your song of the week. <laughs> yeah. It's just dope. But I don't, I don't know, like, he might do Rockstar. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, they come out in 2018. So I mean, which which is nuts. Yeah, I think it came out like years ago. (laughs) 2018 was one of the longest years of my life. I agree, and I've only had 21 of them. So I mean, we're gonna have her, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Post Malone, Miley Cyrus, Brandy Carlile. I think it's gonna be a in interesting. (laughs) Yes, and. Interesting night of music, that's think, for sure. I think that it will be um, entertaining. Oh, yeah. I think we'll be entertained in ways that we never knew we could be entertained before. <laughs> um, Miley Cyrus is not partnering up with Robin Thicke, so we don't have any blurred lines to worry about. That's true. Uh, Which and, I'm pretty sure Robin Thicke has been... Didn't he get, like, sued out of everything? You know, I hope so. <laughs> I mean, uh, well, no, he's on the show The Masked Singer, which have you seen that? No, but I saw the peacock, or the, uh, it looked like kind of like a peacock was singing, a bird, I don't know. I don't know. It sounded really good. It's it's really cool. Um, one of the people who just got unmasked was uh, Terry uh, Bradshaw, oh, okay. the football NFL commentator, Yeah, see, Terry Bradshaw. <laughs> that's why I, I don't think I could. <laughs> I was like, what? Uh, okay. He's got a great voice. See, at first, how they like how it was explained to me, I was like, oh, yeah, I can do that. No problem. Like, I know yeah. I can know singers' voices. And they're like, oh, yeah, these are people that like are famous but aren't singers. Or yeah. they might have been singers back in the day. And you just but that's like not what they're known for. Yeah, and it's just like, huh. <laughs> or they might meet that random member from the group band or that boy band that no one, you know, remembers. Yeah, it could be like 
know, the one member that the bassist nobody knows. Exactly. <laughs> the triangle player in the back. But no, I'd seen clips about that. It looked really cool. Like I said, uh, the one I seen, um, I, I kept wanting to know who it was. There's a bunch of speculation on who the person was, but I guess do they? How, how do they get demasked? So like, I and because I didn't know it's it's a competition show too. Because from what I had heard about it, I knew that it was like okay, they're gonna come on and they're gonna sing, and I thought a new person was gonna be revealed at every show. Mm-hmm. And I think that is the case. But it's like you start at the beginning with all of these right. singers, and like they're competing against each other, and whoever loses like goes home, doesn't get to come back. So it's and whoever they loses have to take their mask off. Yes, okay. and so it's like. In the end, it's, like, the person who's, like, beat out everybody, and then you unmask them and figure out, oh, my gosh, it's NFL wide receiver so-and-so, <laughs> which, I mean, is possible. You never know. Dude, I would love to see, like... Uh, one of them is, like, rumored to be Antonio Brown, which it's, I was, like... I would see, like, a Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson out there. <laughs> it's not unusual. Or somebody just... I don't know. Just somebody out there. Like yeah. Terry Bradshaw, dude. He is Terry a... Cruz. Get him on there singing. Oh my god. I could see that. Oh, I know he did. I love Terry. You know he would do it. I love Terry Cruz. Oh, he is a phenomenal person. I love Terry. Phenomenal person, phenomenal actor, humanitarian. He's just a good dude. I wish he were like my uncle. I won't say dad, but I wish he were my uncle. He's man. Uncle Terry. I mean, I got a lot of his, uh, I mean, okay, a lot of my broke college, like, tips come from watching Everybody Hates Chris. Yeah, everybody Specifically, Chris. his character. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, because he's such a cheapskate, but it's like. Well, it's not so much like cheapskate for the sake of being cheap. It no, no, no. it's like he's got to be, but, like, he's very frugal, because, like, I'll say that I'm going to, like, keep myself on a budget or I'm not going to spend this or that, but, like, I'm like. I don't. It's my money. I want to do what I want with it, so I'm going to spend it, but, like. Sometimes I get to the point where I'm like, I just don't feel like spending money today. And it's not like I don't have money. It's like, I just don't feel like spending it. I get through periods of times and then I save up and then I'm like, you know what? I have money. Bah! And it's crazy how like three months worth of work can be gone in a day or two, you know? For you. I mean, for me too. I've been I was like for anybody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're just, you know. Decide, let's go on a vacation. Boop. There's all my money. Uh, yeah, me saving up for my me and Val's road trip to um, California, and then my plane ride to Canada, and then this new apartment, and um, hopefully not a couple weeks without a job, but maybe a week or two without a job, without getting paid in Colorado. This is all hitting me at once. I'm about to have a panic attack. <laughs> we'll be all right. We'll get it. We'll get it. Just gotta plan it out. Just keep breathing. Exactly. Just keep breathing. <laughs> one thing at a time. Hey, that's for future you to worry about, okay? Oh my god. <laughs> Poor future me. Poor future me. I know. Future me has a um has an assignment due tonight too, so I haven't <sighs> Future Me has an assignment due tomorrow, but I'm almost done with it today. I haven't even started. That's a like I said, that's a uh, problem for future me. <laughs> We um, take ourselves, um, our careers, and our uh, schooling very seriously here, as you can tell. Here's the thing. (laughs) I wouldn't procrastinate if it didn't work. And I think that's why I'm stuck procrastinating is because (laughs) it's worked. People will be like, they'll just like say stuff like you like writing at the last minute or things like this. Like 
leads to you just um, not doing well or just like forgetting mistakes and stuff like that. And that is true to a point. But like 100%. I will literally I have stuff due at like 11 every weekend and last semester it would be due at like 1130 or 1159. And like if I sit down and do it, whether I sit down and do it at 1045 or whether I start it at 11 or like whether I do it at three o'clock in the afternoon, like mm-hmm. I'm not going to turn it in until the same time. Do you ever exactly. notice how like no matter how it happens, you're always right down to the wire? Yeah, it doesn't matter how much work I do. <laughs> I could do like all the leave everything or do everything, but like leave the, I don't know, the references or, you know, yeah. the annotated bibliography to the last day. It doesn't matter. I just need to get better at being a person. I just want to take all those online classes where they release all the assignments at once. That way, like, when I do get on that binge, because I always have, like, those spurts where I just do everything. That's been me um, at my job on the weekends when all my clients were asleep. And I think that, like, I've gotten, last week I got two weeks ahead, so I didn't have to do anything but take a test yesterday. There you go. And that was it. So I think that I'm going to do that when I get home today. I'm going to do everything I have to do online for, like, the next two weeks, because... Why not? Exactly. I mean, that's what I've been doing for, like, my my programming classes. I would go ahead and do that. But there's there's one class. I haven't even looked at the Blackboard yet. Dude. What? haven't had anything due yet, though. There's been no homework, so there's no point in me looking at it. <laughs> oh, man. I wonder why it's taken me so long to graduate. Do you have any ideas? Uh, I mean, I, you know, I genuinely don't know, Bob. You sound like you're really focused and have your head on straight. <laughs> Who knows? Exactly. I, <laughs> I don't understand. I do everything right. <laughs> no, but seriously, don't uh, don't procrastinate. Definitely plan things out, you know, take care of things as soon as you can. Um, I'm doing better at it. I kind of like brought a planner out and I kind of just like, all right, this is the time. Boom, boom, boom. It kind of helps out like work. I I work 8 to 11, and then I have class from 11 to 12, and then I have work from 1 to 6. So during the hour in between, I'll come back to the office, and I'll do some homework, kind of like knock some things out. So if I can get into a good routine of just always doing that, yeah, I think by the time we get to the weekend, like I'll, I won't have much work to do. You know, I'll be pretty good. So I'm like a planner, but I like used to be very hesitant to stick to a plan. Mm-hmm. But now I'm I'm doing better. And, um, you know, getting stuff turned in on time and going to mm. class and just like, you know, just like about to graduate. I'm just very excited. Mm. Man, I have a planner um, in my room that I filled out completely. Or uh, not a planner, like one of the like calendar Like a boards. calendar board? Yeah. Mm-hmm, me too. Yeah, it's uh, set for September still. <laughs> you know what, though? Honestly, okay. So, yeah, mine was too. Um, I did, I redid mine like. I think the Saturday before school started mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it was still set on September because I had family weekend. I had the ring ceremony on yeah. there. I like, had, like all my assignments do, do, do work, work, school, this, this. And I'm like, like oh, it was, was so really detailed organized. and organized. And then you just haven't kept up with it. I was like, yeah, that was a lot of work. <laughs> That's my thing. I'm like, I have this like diary that I'm going to like, I start writing in and <laughs> look, it helps. Journaling helps. Okay. I start counseling today and I'm super excited, but um, just like, revisiting things like that so like oh this weekend or this week is like the end of the month i have some time later on today okay i'm gonna redo my calendar see anymore i just i'll just tell my wiretap to remind me honestly just tell your cia agent just hey you wanna 
Like, be like, oh, hey, Alexa, remi- or remind me that I have an assignment due Tuesday at 11.59 p.m. And she'll remind you at 11.59 p.m. Oh, no, she'll remind me that, like, I have reminders set to remind me, like, every day. Really? Yeah. Every day will pop up on my phone. Boop. Got a reminder. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And then, like, then the day that it's due, it'll remind me, like, eight hours before and then at every hour up until, like, 30 minutes. And then it's, like, bit minute by minute until I get it done, so. Whatever works, works, man. Yo, as long as, yeah. I mean, it's... It seemed to help me so far this semester. I haven't missed anything yet, so. Well, there you go. That's what's important. That's all that matters. Exactly. So that is all the music news I have today. I know you said you had a little bit you wanted to talk about. Well, I was just going to talk about Rent and just how it was phenomenal. Um, I watched Rent last night. And if you don't know what Rent is, you know um, the song Seasons of Love. 525,600 minutes. Oh, that's that's the title of that song? It's called Seasons of Love, yeah. Seasons of Love. Um, but Rent was on last night. It was fantastic. Vanessa Hudgens starred in it. Uh, Jordan Fisher starred in it. One of my favorite val- uh, drag queens, Valentina, was in it. It was really good. Um, it was a really good... Not this kind of an update, I guess. Okay, so was this one. like a TV show or was it a musical or is so it a movie? So it's a or? musical, okay. um, a musical movie. Um, the musical was on Broadway or was on Broadway for a long time. And then, uh, you know, okay, you remember how a couple years ago they did like Grease Live? Yes. I remember because my roommate made me watch it. Um, yeah, so they did Rent Live. Okay. And it was really good. Uh, one of the best parts though i was gonna mention because the one of the actors he actually had like injured his foot earlier like during a dress rehearsal that day and and the show is live so he's like up there with a broken foot just like walking around doing the thing show must go on yeah and it did and it was it was fantastic if you guys uh have a chance to check it out i i would i definitely would was it on netflix or uh no it was on tv um oh, so like okay. if you've got xfinity or anything like that uh, DirecTV, you should be able to watch it. Also, it probably will end up being on okay. uh, Netflix. Um, something else is... Oh, Newsies is on Netflix. The uh, It's another... Bro- I've never oh, seen it. It's another, like, bro- like, <laughs> it's another Broadway know. musical. I've never seen it, um, but it's on Netflix, too. So, so I it should be on there uh, pretty soon. Come on. We're college students. We don't have cable. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> right? I Well, I was at work watching it, so... Oh, understandable. Um, so you said this was like a, just an updated re- remastered remake of it? Yeah, kind of just updated with like a cast that's like uh, – um, the cast was really good. Uh, I love that Vanessa Ann Hudgens is back on the scene. She never really went anywhere, but it was kind of just like cool to see how, you know, she um, was a singer back in like her high school musical mm-hmm. days and stuff and just to like know – like because, you know, like back then, Zac Efron – he, like, in the first High School Musical, that was really Drew Seeley's yeah, voice. I was about to say, he didn't sing that. Yeah, and so, like, it's, like, cool to see that, like, actually she's got those pipes. And yeah. She's got those pipes. Uh, so that was good to see. It was really cool. Jordan Fisher was in it also. You you probably don't know who that is, but um, he's, he's like, just, like, a, a not as well-known singer, but he should be. He's fantastic. So um, that was really good. Uh, I only have two uh, sports stories today. One of them... Me and you, I guess, we'll talk about kind mm-hmm. of in-depthly because it relates to Tarleton. Um, but the other is about Steve Kerr. Um, Steve Kerr is the head coach for the Golden State Warriors. 
He joined on in 2014, mm-hmm. and he has become the fastest coach in NBA history to reach 300 wins. Um, and he only lost 77 games in his tenure with Golden State. Wow. So he got 300 wins in 377 games. Those are really... Wow. No, yeah, like those are impressive. Those are really impressive numbers. That's over seventy five percent win rate, right? Over seventy five percent rate in regular season. His uh, percentage regular season, he's three hundred and seventy seven. Okay. In the playoffs, he's sixty three and twenty. Overall, he's three hundred sixty three and ninety seven. So he's still almost point eight. He literally they win three. Out of every four games they play, yeah. pretty much. So, and then that was their tenth straight win. Um, they're on a on a roll right now. Yeah, man. Do you think the Warriors are going to be back in the um, championship this year? Duh. One hundred percent. Do I think the Lakers are going to be there? No. Do I think the Raptors are going to be there? Yeah. I hope so. I really hope so. Um, you think the Beard's going to be there? Maybe. He's he's actually dropped a lot of points these past couple games. Yeah, like yeah. in the past he's couple months. Up. That like past three months, like alone, he's blown out. Oh, man. He's, he's stepped up for sure. The only issue is like it's just him, I feel like. There's no other like star players. Well and see, honestly so if we're going to talk about basketball for a second, let's talk about the Lakers and how they're not doing so hot, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they're not doing horrible, but you look at where they're at right now compared to the Rockets, the Lakers are 26 and 24. Okay. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, a little bit over 50%, 52% maybe? Yeah, and they're not supposed to, like, with the addition of LeBron, you know? Mm, yeah. So the Rockets are 29 and 20, so they're doing better. Um, like, looking at looking at all these conferences, of course the Warriors are ahead in the Western Conference. Mm-hmm. Um, Rightfully but so. But the Rockets are only, you know, they're in fifth. That's not bad. That's what I'm saying. There's a chance. Do you want to know how the Cavs are doing? Ten and forty-one. Hey. You could probably get some real cheap tickets to go see the Cavs right now. And I like the Celtics, and they're thirty and nineteen. Wow, that's not bad either. Um, and so, honestly, it's just like, oh, the Raptors are second in the Eastern Conference. How about that? Um, so, I think the Beard is stepping up because he has to. He's, because he, they're not aren't any necessarily really any superstars exactly, on his team. He's like, he's got to be that one. Versus when you take a good team, and you put a bunch of superstars there, you either have what the Warriors have, which is a good head coach to lead them, um, a good couple solid dudes who aren't going to ball hog, but they're right. going to make the plays that need to be made, and they're going to win the games. And then you've got the Lakers who just are falling flat. Well, the the Lakers. I think I'm really interested to see how they just how they want to continue the season because, like you said, with LeBron, it's just I know it wasn't what they were expecting to happen. They just haven't had like I, I just felt like they haven't had like the teamwork, you know? Yeah. Like normally, LeBron has always yeah he's been successful because he's had a lot of people like he just had a good team. 
and everything was able to work out. And just now it's just kind of falling apart, though. So they barely beat the Cavs. No, they lost to the Cavs. Mm. They lost to a team that is like ten and forty-one. A team that has lost. A team that has won twenty percent of their games. They lost to. But I can't. Okay, so this is just a. And that's LeBron's old team. That's a, yeah. That's what I was thinking. I was like, yeah. How can you feel bad about losing your own? <laughs> I like. I think that Cleveland was like, man, we're gonna show them. And here's the thing: like, they're not playing great. They're not playing great. If they get a win, it's very surprising. Well, okay. So here's the thing on Harden. So in the, he has scored over forty or more points in the twelve of his last seventeen games. Yeah. Those are impressive numbers. Like I'm, I'm sorry, man. That's a, he's going to be able to pump those numbers up. We might actually, I think, might actually. I want to see him. I just want to see him like drop a hundred, drop a hundred points on either L.A. or Cleveland, man. <laughs> yeah, that, that's not going to happen. But um, Kobe can only drop eighty-one. It's possible. Okay, it's possible. Whatever. My thing is, I think the Rockets just need to keep playing well. Um, the Rockets and the Lakers play uh, next. Later on in February, you want to go? I'm down. The beard's definitely going to beat, so I'm ready. Let's go. I want to see. I mean, yeah, it really will be a one-on-one in that one. Yeah. Because we just, nobody else to go against. There's still. Exactly. He's he's the only star on that team. Also, um, I like Blake Griffin a lot, so I'll be watching. Uh, pretty sure he's with the Clippers now, I think. Yeah, I don't know where, I know he, uh, I know he. Ended up getting traded. I the don't thing know about Blake Griffin is that he's so cute. But no, but like, um, I mean, he is. But he also is like getting his feet into the acting game. Oh, he's with the Pistons. That's right. He's with the the Pistons right now. Oh, they played the Mavs a couple days ago. Oh, that would have been a game to go to. Um, so what was I saying? Oh, I was talking about great Blake Griffin being cute. Um, so the Lakers and the Warriors just played the Warriors. One one thirty to one eleven. Mm. They play again on Saturday. I'm gonna make a bet on this game and say one hundred percent the Warriors got it. Um, they're looking great with Steve Kerr. Uh, I I just I think that the Lakers are just falling short. Yeah, nothing that I've seen from this season has kind of like really stood out from the Lakers' performance. They're not falling Cavs short, but. They're just they're just falling short. I wonder why the Cavs are falling short. You know, maybe because LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron. You know, maybe because they don't have their you know star athlete. Yeah, look, I've already said what I'm going to say about LeBron and how I 100 percent think because he signed a four year deal with the Lakers. He's going to play four years with the Lakers. He's going to come back Bring home to play ball. Cleveland. He's going to play one year. If he wins that year, he's done. If he loses that year. He's I mean, done. He's getting kind of well, how old. Is, how old is he? LeBron like has 30? been in the NBA. Mm. Like 34, 35? He's been in the NBA for... He's 34 right now. Boom! Um, he's been in the NBA for so long. Yeah, I'm about to say. He's, he came like straight out of like, high school. He's had like, I want to say like, what? At least... Two, 2003 at, yeah, is when he like, got drafted. I was like, at least 15. Yeah. This will be this is season number sixteen. 16 yeah, he yeah. went uh, two thousand three, first round overall pick by the Cavs. And I mean, he's got that four year contract. Will be that'll be twenty years. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, he's gonna come back and play one more though. He's gonna come back and play one more. The thing about LeBron that's so impressive, and like I am not a LeBron hater, 
I'm not LeBron, like, lover, lover, but I am, I used to, like, really not like LeBron, and I don't know why, I think it was, like, a personal thing, I guess, I don't know, I have nothing against him personally, like, whatever, but. I think it's just because he's, like, one of those people that get hyped up. Yeah, he's very overhyped, but, like, when you look at him as a person, he's a really good person, Mm -hmm. he's a really good dude, he's he's really good philanthropically, Um, like, if you go back and, like, look at his, like, his highlights and his awards, like, he's done so well. Well, also, if you, like, see where he comes from and what he does, like, yeah, he's a, he a good man. He's from Akron. Uh, his mom was 16 when she had him. So, like, just that, like, him coming, like, that's hard, you know? Started from the bottom, now we here, man. Exactly. For and sure. he, he gives back, and he still has the same, like, four friends from back then, and he, like, helps his friends when they need it and just like you know like he's just a good genuine person him and his wife have been together for forever and they have their little family and i don't know i'm just happy for the dude he's playing like crap like his team's playing like crap but um there's just not that much of a team synergy that i've seen like yeah it's just that's pretty much what that's been lacking yeah i think so I think that, um, and it's kind of just, like, been happening since he left Cleveland. Mm -hmm. Because he left Cleveland uh, to go play with the Heat. Mm -hmm. Came back to Cleveland. Left to go play. He left Cleveland twice. Three times. Yeah, how many times had they burned his jersey and had to go (laughs) buy a new one? Exactly. (laughs) Because he played with the Cavs. Um, Which, that makes no sense. You might as well, like, that's a vintage, like, Series 1 Jersey, might as well keep it for the next four times he comes in. It's only going to increase in value. Yeah. Well, and you know, he got he won some championships with the Cavs. Mm-hmm. And so that's why, or with uh, the Heat, sorry, which is, you know, why he came back to the Cavs. Because he wanted to give them a W. Yeah. Um, and then he left Cleveland again. So he left Cleveland twice, uh, just once for the Heat, once for the Lakers. I think that... um. I do think he's gonna try and come back home and get um, and get a ring. We'll see. I mean, it, I mean, I think it depends on if he stays healthy or not. So we'll see on based on his health and just where he's at in his career when we get done with this uh, four year contract with the uh, LA. So we'll see. Yeah. Not that I, I mean, I'm. I don't know. To me, Lakers is one of those teams. It's kind of like to me. I think the Lakers is like the um, Yankees of basketball. It's kind of like that New England Patriots. Of- like you either like, love them or you hate them? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Except for me, I'm really indifferent on the Lakers. Really? See, they've always been like those super overhyped team when I was younger. Well, so have the Cowboys though. So, I mean, so have the Bulls. Well, I'm not a big fan of the Cowboys. No, no, no. No, I'm saying, I'm just like giving an example. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. People either hate cow- the Cowboys or they love the Cowboys mm-hmm. and it's like, they either hate Cowboys fans or they love Cowboys fans. And mm-hmm. I'm like, it's like everybody hates the Yankees unless you're <laughs> unless Yankees. you're a Yankees fan. <laughs> and honestly, see, that's that's the thing about me. I'm like super indifferent. I'm like I like the Yankees, but I don't like the Yankees all the time. No. I don't know. When it comes to baseball, I like I like the A's because I liked them when I was little because of their colors. Mm-hmm. If I, if it's Yankees over Mets, I used to really like the Mets because of their colors, but now I kinda just like the Mets. Yeah. I like the Yankees too though. Yeah. Um the Rangers and then of course my Blue Jays. But I'm gonna have to become a Rockies fan. Yeah, oh, I mean, I'm gonna have to become a Colorado Rockies fan, a Denver Broncos fan. Nuggets. 
I'm about to get a Nuggets jersey, though. I'm about to get one of the throwback the avalanches. ones. The rainbow ones, the like throwback ones. I'm really excited. They also got the avalanches, too. Yeah, for hockey. So, I mean, I'm when it comes to baseball, I guess I'm more of like a championship. Like, I like championships, so I'd have to go with like, uh, I don't know, you know, the Astros over like the Rangers or them, but. You know. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that's, we no, that's we wanted you're both a, conferences and we want a pennant. Hello. You're a Houston boy, that's why. Oh, I'm sorry. We're also the only people to win in both leagues. Thank you. Anyway. Anyways, we were talking <laughs> about um, basketball because we were talking about Steve Kerr. So um, on top of a 377 regular season since his beginning with the Warriors of head coaching in 2014, he has a combined eight NBA titles to his name. Jeez. That's a lot. He won five with the Bulls in the rings, 90s. Baby. Five with one team in the 90s. Won them. Yeah. And then he added three more. After taking over as Golden State's head coach. So that's like the steel curtain, man. Golden State has that. That means Golden State has won three NBA titles in the last five years. Back to back. Um, so, and then this comes a year, less than a year after. Uh, he also became the fastest coach to win 250 games in February of 2018. Okay. And so, um, and, like, when I was reading this, I was, like, I thought they, they meant, like, fastest, like, time-wise. And I was, like, well, I mean, basketball, they play, like, so many games a season. Yeah. Like, you know, of course it's going to be basketball. But, no, like, out of games, mm-hmm. he's the fastest. Out of anybody in the NFL, NBA, NHL, or the MLB. So. Which I can only think of one other sport that would probably match the amount of games would be baseball. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, but that's even, like, Harder. this is saying out of all the games he's played, like, out of all the games being played, so it, it evens out. Yeah. But that's just crazy. He, he's only lost 77 games as a coach. Yeah. He's in the triple digits with yeah. wins, but the double digits for losses, and he's not, you know, close to the triple digits yet. Yeah. I mean, it could probably it could probably happen in the season, but, no, I it's mean. it's definitely a... Definitely a fantastic record to be having. So, absolutely. I mean, probably Congratulations gonna be, uh, to Steve Kerr. Definitely probably going to be in the uh, Hall of Fame for that. Absolutely. As he deserves to be. So, um, And then I'm going to read a story from JTAC News. Uh, this is the whole story to completion, so I'm just going to go ahead and read it off and then we can talk about it. All right. Uh, Ands no more. The Charlton State University women's athletic team will no longer be named the Ands. On November 11, 2018, a resolution proposed by the Student Government Association's Athletics Congressman Mackenzie Haley, Madeline Oliver, and Hannah Hyde to change the name Tex-Ans to Texans passed unanimously. Haley, Oliver, and Hyde are sponsors for the bill. Haley and Hyde play for the women's basketball team, and Oliver is the head manager for the women's basketball team. Tarleton's athletics nickname hasn't changed since 1968. According to the Tarleton website, the term Tex-Ans was adopted as a feminized version of Texans. Haley explained that originally the name change was also because of the fact that the women's team wanted something which separated them due to the teams outperforming the men's teams and low attendance at the women's games. We wrote a bill that stated we wanted to change from tex and to Texans. One, we said, because that's not a real word, Haley said. Two, if you go to any other student on campus who's not a female and ask them what our mascot is, they're a Texan. But if you ask one of us, we're a Texan. So that kind of separates us from the rest of the student body. So we wrote a bill asking to change it. Over the course of the year that the SGA congresswomen were working on the bill, they researched and talked to coaches, alumni, donors, students, and players. 
I called alumni and asked if we were if we were to change the name, would donations stop? And everyone was for it. I asked all the coaches again. I asked everyone else, and we all agreed it was time for change. Haley said, "We considered the cost because in because in Wisdom Gym they have the Texan written a lot, but the gym gets redone every year basically, so it wouldn't be too big of a cost." They wrote the piece saying that they wanted it to be the Texans from there. And it'll go to administration and they will take care of the nuts and bolts of it, said Taylor Berlin, the Tarleton student body vice president. With Congress and SGA, the congressperson's job is to talk about the constituents and find ideas for change they would like to see on campus. And that's what these three women did. They saw that there was a need for this change. And with them being a part of the athletics, they wanted the change, too. The resolution was approved by the administration and the change is coming. However, with the 2018-19 athletic season still underway, the change from Texan to Texan is expected to be in August 2019. So, Bob, um, I guess I can talk a lot about this because I'm a woman. <laughs> <laughs> See, I have I have no objection to it. I, I don't understand why. Well, I get why they wanted to change it in the first place, but... Like to me, Texan is unisex. Yeah, uh, it yeah. doesn't bother me by any. Yeah, like instead of like you were saying, like the buffs and then there's the lady buffs. Yeah. Instead of like, you can say lady Texans and it's still it's still appropriate. So me when I came here, I always thought it was kind of cool because like, like even on other like schools, like okay, so I'm pretty sure it's West West Texas A and M's. Um, they're like the water buffaloes or something, mm-hmm. um, and the dudes are the buffaloes and the girls are the lady buffs and i always thought it was cool that we were just like we're the texans and the texans like i always thought that all we had to do was just add an n in there and like it was like whatever you know um i like i think texans is cute i get where they're coming from and like the change isn't really gonna affect me any i'm you know i'm for it sure i i don't see anything wrong with it um texan texans um, is a unisex term. Exactly. And I mean, I, I get where they're coming from, um, not wanting to be, I guess, singled out or felt left out. I yeah. also think it was really funny um, reading that story that the women are the one who changed it because they, they were outperforming the men and getting low attendance at their games. Here's the thing. I think that's still a problem. Because I don't... Oh, no, yeah, no. It, I, I Look, I, I'm, you know what? I'm going to say it. The women's basketball team and the women's softball team usually do a lot better than the men's basketball team and the men's baseball team. Look, I'm going to say Let's it. Let's pull up some stats. Look, I'm going to say it. Well, one, I mean, <laughs> women's basketball is just not entertaining to me. Well, all basketball isn't necessarily entertaining to me, but they're just a lot slower. They they run a lot more fundamentals. They play proper basketball. Yeah, and for so that, what's I applaud, wrong with that? And for that, I applaud them. It's just a little too slow for my. Um, oh my the pace God. is just slow. It's nothing against them. They do. They play a perfect game. It's nothing against that. But I want to see like I don't know. I want to see dunks, man. I want to see crazy stuff. Well, see, and and that's the thing. Like that's fine. They they dunk, but it's like being a woman athlete is hard because I have so much experience on it. But just like I can understand because I'm a woman and like them having to go through that is like. Because at what point is it like, oh, you know, you're, you know what I mean? Okay, men are praised for their athleticism, mm-hmm. but women aren't. Like, if a if a man is fast or a man is strong, 
not even just like buff and huge but like if he is strong mm-hmm. that's a positive quality that's a good thing for him yeah if a woman is strong not even just buff just strong people are gonna look at her like she's intimidating no because it's true people are gonna look at her like she's intimidating and they're gonna say how are you ever gonna find a boyfriend and things like that am i wrong i don't know i look for like a valkyrie or a shield maiden in every girl that's what i want okay <laughs> anyways i want look i want but you said it yourself strong... it's just not entertaining to you to me yeah to me it's just not like i don't care about fundamentals of basketball i was never a basketball player so i don't really care about watching the fundamentals like i said they play a perfect game they play fundamentals they play the plays they do everything right they th- nothing against them they do a great job it's just not entertaining for me like i don't I, don't know. I just want to see crazy things happen. I don't know. I know, but but it's like sad. Oh no, I agree. Like I definitely feel for like you said, like the softball and the basketball. Baseball. Because hmm? baseball, softball, and baseball, softball and basketball. Yeah, aren't those? No, softball and baseball. I'm talking about the girls' teams. Oh, okay. Because they like have a men's sport that is the like almost the yeah. same thing compared to like volleyball. They don't have an issue because well, not here, but yeah. some schools have men's volleyball teams. Okay, well, <laughs> I don't know. Well, like, volleyball doesn't have an attendance issue here, but that's because they don't have, like, I don't know. That's because volleyball is seen as a woman's sport. That's why. Because, no, I'm, I'm I, serious. I, no, I, I agree. Because, like, I wanted to be in, I wanted to play volleyball in high school, but I kept, just, they're like, no. I was they're like, like, no, you're a dude. I was like, I want to play volleyball, but, you know, they're allowed to play football, so I mean. Eh. Well, and that's the thing, like, some schools do have men's volleyball teams. Oh. And so that's that's like really what it is, is a lot of men are like women's sports are seen as um, a lot of things are seen as men's sports first. Yeah. That's why the WNBA doesn't get as much credit. Oh, I agree. And like it's one of those things where like those women work so hard. See, again, when you're like talking about the WNBA, they do everything right. They play plays. They use the fundamentals like they do everything right. The men's, you know, they, they might have some kind of like plays, kind of like what they're going to do. Yeah. But you know, it's all solo players out there. Yeah. You just do whatever you want. You didn't drive it in, you know? Like, well, and that's the thing. That's, I think that we kind of need to like change our perception on things like that. Cause like, it's so crazy. N- not to like, get to like equality but like they're doing the same thing Mm -hmm. and they're trying to do it at the same level but people won't accept that women are at that level they won't accept that the WNBA is the NBA for women Mm -hmm. you know because it's just not that big but it should be like the we have some players like our volleyball program is very prestigious which I don't United States is one of like the only uh, first world countries that does not have a professional volleyball. Yeah, team. like we don't have professional volleyball. We have professional softball, but it's n- not yeah. nearly as big as professional oh, baseball. No. A lot of people don't know that we have professional softball. Yeah, we had talked about it. Like I think, like I don't know, six or seven episodes ago, how mm-hmm. we just now became a thing again, and we got some. Uh, there was a new from team, Japan, like, like yeah, a bunch of international teams too. But it's like. It's it's really like it, it really sucks when you think about it because like there's the little league world series and that's way more known than pro- women's professional softball and these are kids. 
I agree. I was looking up uh, a roster, not to be a jerk or anything, <laughs> but or the schedule, but just to like look at it. So uh, last year, the women's and the men's teams did pretty even as far as uh, basketball. They went the women went twenty and twelve, and the men went like nineteen and eleven. So uh, roughly around the same. Um, baseball, the men went thirty five and seventeen, and the women went fifty and eleven. Um, the women's softball team, ever since I've been here, has always done so much better than the men's baseball team. But I've always gone to both games. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm very equal like that. No, I've just always mm-hmm. just like done that because yeah. to me, men's sports is interesting, but so is women's sports too. And I like also I'm like I'm gonna support women's sports. See me personally, like ever I don't know ever since I got hurt. I haven't really been able to go and watch that many sports. It's been hard for me to go out and watch it because I just want to do it so bad. So. Ah. Well, and part of it, like, I think that a lot of men aren't really interested in seeing women who do not fit their ideal image of a woman playing sports that they don't think is a woman's sport. If I mean, I don't think that that way of thinking is okay, yeah. but I think that that's what they think, and I mean, to each their own. I just wish that things like this would get more recognition because it's like, it's like, if me and you, okay, say, say, you played baseball, I played softball. Say we both came into college mm-hmm. and we played at the top of our level, and we both did great. After college, you could have a chance to go into the MLB draft. Mm-hmm. Me, I could play maybe. Yeah. For a national I mean, softball team, but that's not going to be anywhere near the same compensation. It's not going to be anywhere seen the yeah. same notoriety. I mean, it's not going to really do anything for me. It's just going to say you get to you get to play at this level. Um, which, I don't know why for they a little while they had to make it a completely different sport even to begin with. Yeah, because like, then it's like have you fast seen, pitch, slow pitch. Yeah, well. Like, like if you watch that movie, A League of Their Own, yeah, it's a great movie. I I, I don't understand why, like why they decided. Uh, no, you can't do baseball. You got to do softball because it's okay. I'm gonna say this. I know you're I nothing. Think, you say will offend me. I'm just saying I don't understand it. I think, and this is just <laughs> these views are solely my own. Blah blah blah. I think that it's because you get to the point where it's like oh, these women are playing baseball and they're good at it. Okay, we need to make the playing field look level or we need to, like, like, like these men are kind of like, oh, we're embarrassed that they're playing so well. We can't let them play our sport this well. What if they try and play us and they win? So then they go, okay, you know what? Let's give them a bigger ball. We're giving them an advantage. Yeah, I guess with the battle of the sexes with the tennis thing. Yeah. Well, we got Federer and... Um, Serena Williams coming up on that too. Hey, I watched her play a little bit. She lost, but she's doing really good. Um, but yeah, it's kind of like a, it's like a, let's give you an advantage, so that it kind of makes you seem like you're doing less work. I see. Um, I, I don't know. Softball, I think, is a lot harder than baseball. I mean, like, you ever you ever tried hitting the softball when it's coming up towards your head? No, it's terrifying. Yeah, it hurt. I got hit once. <laughs> and seen, then doing the batting cages, baseball versus softball. Yeah. Baseball is a little bit easier. Oh, yeah, I agree. I don't know. Like, I just... Like uh, they say, you know, the ball's small, smaller, it gets thrown harder, so it's faster, so it's harder. Well, I agree to an extent, except it's 
it's all, it's so hard. It, like compared to a baseball, you know, it's coming straight at you. Yeah. You, so you just hit, get under, you hit it. Softball is flying up, so you yeah. gotta like yeah. Yeah, and there's like so many like different techniques and everything. I um. I th- I think that both sports are really fascinating. I I don't know. I'm just like a person who's like I'm aware of all these issues and like all these things. It's just crazy to me like how underrepresented women in sports are or like how they're treated, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I like make a conscious effort. I'm like, "Yeah, you know, what? I'm going to go to softball game today." Like just can you just like imagine imagine if you're playing football like if you're still playing football here and like no one came to the game? Like, how would that make you feel? I'm not trying to, like, guilt trip anyone if It'd they don't go to the games. make me feel like I was in high school again, baby. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> but it's Two like... Two and eight going to state. <laughs> what? Two and eight going to state. Won two games? <laughs> Lost eight games? Yeah, that was a, that was a joke. That was a chance. I was chance. about to say. <laughs> Jeez. Um, but I don't know. It's one of those things where you just kind of, kind of... I just kind of look at it like... Like, I know the the, the struggle of, like women's representation in a lot of things so i'm like mm. i'm gonna make a conscious effort to do this or like yeah like sometimes i'll like go to the women's basketball games and then if it's a certain time I'm like i'm not staying for the men's <laughs> i'll just leave oops well i but i tend I, to do I, a, I, both. I do a lot of the broadcasts and typically the broadcast i do is for the women's basketball so yeah. i can i hear them that and uh so i i that's where i kind of get in with them so i stay up to date with them so i listen to their and I watch it to make sure everything goes on there. So I guess I've watched a lo- heck of a lot more uh, women's basketball than I have men's basketball. Mm-hmm. So there's that. <laughs> and I I mean, looking through, it looks like uh, generally last year, actually, the scores were pretty uh, pretty even. I was going to say the men's score a little bit more, but they really don't. Um, I think, honestly, the, the men's problem last season and this season was not making shots. Yeah, it was like it wasn't shooting. I was like, but that, it was the lack of making shots. That's why we we lost last uh, last week because we were up, but we had like twenty missed shots. Dang! And like compared to they had like three, and they had we had like twenty turnovers. They had five. It was just wow. uh, that's where the men's are getting killed at there. But I do think um, I do think both teams are doing well. I you know I do think our school um, does pretty well when it comes to athletics. I, I would say besides football, but football did really good this season. I think that we're starting to step it up. Hopefully, you know, look, we're looking at going D one. So, hopefully, um, but I you were right. I like how I guess uh, talking about I guess men's perspective of trying to watch women, or uh, I don't know, or on the, they don't think that the sport is as competitive or anything. Yeah, but I mean, because it's like the I like you're. Like, okay, as a woman, like, one of the first, like, pictures of a man that you're taught is, like, someone who's, like, strong mm-hmm. and athletic. And, like, when you're, f- with, like, when you're watching football, when you're watching basketball, when you're watching baseball, when you're watching any of these sports, that's what you see. Yeah. Especially in basketball, where they, like, wear jerseys that are, like, you know. Yeah. That are, uh, what am I thinking of? Uh, type of shirt. It's a, uh, it's like a, like this vest, but it's a shirt. You know what I mean? It's a jersey. Yeah, it's like a jersey, but it it's sleeveless jersey. Yeah, and they're, so they're typically like more baggy too. And yeah. yeah, and so it's like in like muscly arms and stuff yeah. like that. And so, but men seeing that on a woman on a woman, they're just like, I don't want to watch that. 
or like that doesn't interest me. Yeah, I can honestly say that I've been pretty bad. Like, I think the only like the only women's sport I watch is volleyball because exactly. I think volleyball is awesome. But it's also, and I'm not, I'm not saying that that's why you watch it, but I'm saying like. So when you watch volleyball, though, what are they wearing? They're wearing spandex yeah. and and tight clothes, and so it's like that's like kind of one of the perceptions of a woman that you're taught, like yeah. you know what I mean. And so like like track and field, like I'm sure like like they're running track, they're wearing I'm not gonna say skimpy clothes, but you know what I mean. And so, but like a lot of people don't want to watch a track runner if she's too muscly. I think those, I just think volleyball, they're so athletic. No, absolutely. The crazy plays they do there. Absolutely. They're crazily athletic. So, wow. I mean, yeah, I didn't mean to, you know, go on a tangent there. But yeah, I've I've thought about that a lot because women's sports are so underrated, I think. I do think that there's, even, I mean, I know Title IX was put into place for women to, for, so they'd have the opportunity to play these sports, and it's kind of like seeing they should have like a little bit different way to go about it on how to incorporate it to where they're alienated, I guess. Like they don't feel forced into it, you know? Yeah. What do you mean, forced into like playing sports? No, 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 no. Like the I'm talking from like a men's like mm-hmm. older generations, like the men's like when they first are getting into sports. Yeah. Like, I don't think it should have ever been an issue. I don't see. I don't like. I said. Yeah. I don't think softball should have been a thing. I still think it should have just been baseball, women's yeah. baseball. Done. Like, yeah, <laughs> I think that there's always, there always if like there's little differences in each game. Yeah, and I think that it's it's and it's done to even the playing field, quote mm-hmm. unquote. So it's like. It, and I'm gonna make this statement because it's true. That's how women were seen. Women were seen as less superior. So it's like, okay, we're gonna give her a bigger ball, mm-hmm. so she's got something to hit at, so it's easier for her. Yeah, they do. They do drop their weight and shot put too in discus. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. exactly. Like if you think about all the women's sports and compare them to like their closest men's sports counterparts, like you can like see like the subtle yeah. differences, and it's to quote unquote even the playing field. I'm guilty because I did get out thrown by a girl one time, <laughs> but I was throwing a 14 pound ball, she was throwing a 10. Exactly. So. That was my reasoning. I was like, it's okay. <laughs> You're like, yeah, you were like, well, it's whatever. She had a smaller bowl, which she did have a smaller bowl. Yeah. But, you know, there's a reason. So, I don't know. <laughs> Just a little something for you guys to think about. <laughs> <laughs> I've never, like, actually, like, talked about that before. But I that that is, like, a view that I have. And I just, I think that, like, I don't want to say equality is becoming a big thing now. Mm. But women are starting to, like. S- Empower stand up more and like yeah and like be empowered and i think that that was a conversation that needed to be had and thank you for like being understanding like every time we talk about this like you must understand my mom is who i base like my women off of yeah and i I have nothing but respect for my mom my mom is very powerful woman she played sports her entire life she's i mean that's (laughs) that's why i said you saying these things it's just i don't have me personally don't have those views but i can see it yes And that's the thing. A lot of people would be like, I don't have those views, so I don't care what you're saying. No, because I'm I'm just thanking you for like being open minded and having this dialogue. Of course. Like letting me feel comfortable enough to like say that, you know? Yeah. Of course. I'm here for you, girl. My guy. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) thanks everybody for listening. That's right. We'll get you some more news. We'll hopefully have better news coming up next week. Yeah. A little more music. Um, 
Oh, Fire Festival. We'll talk about Fire Festival. Oh, we, we got to watch that. You know, watch yeah, it this weekend. I didn't. Watch I watched it the one on Netflix. I have did not you? watched the one on Hulu yet. Which one? Uh, did you like the one on Netflix? Was it good? It was. It was interesting. I'm waiting to see the other one before, so I can yeah. kind of like bring Compare. comparisons. Yeah, because the one kind of talk Hulu, about it. Because the one on Netflix was like getting hyped and stuff. Mm-hmm. Hulu, they just dropped it. Yeah, it insane. They're from Netflix. different. Like I think they're like different perspectives on yeah. like how they do things so i'm kind of kind of interested in seeing how they go so, i'm gonna watch the hulu one first and i know we got what we got two more weeks till super bowl now right uh no super bowl is sunday this one oh yeah because pro bowl oh, is oh that's week. right oh lord oh lord um, i thought oh man that's right i thought i'm a week behind oh lord that means we will have super bowl news for you so i can talk about how the saints should have been there to mm-hmm. get beat by the patriots but hey it's you can talk okay. about how the saints should have been there they yeah they would have gotten beat by the patriots <laughs> i kind of wish the chiefs were there um but i'm gonna cheer on the rams yeah and they're gonna Let's lose go as well unless they get try to pay off those refs more see here's the thing this is what they don't understand the rams cannot pay off their refs more than the Patriots can. No, they Sorry. can't. Because Bill Belichick Patriots got have more money. in his back pocket. <laughs> exactly. No, the Patriots have so much money. So we'll have that in sports. We'll know for sure. And we'll have other music news next week on another episode of Wave, Wave of the, the Planet. Planet. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe for updates when new episodes drop. And follow our station on Twitter and on Facebook at The Planet 107 to see everything going on at Tarleton Radio. 